With me, as always, is the <laughs> lovely Aaron. Um, so today's show, I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. I think Aaron's excited about it, too. We are finally going to address, um, oh, I don't know how many hundreds of emails we've gotten or Facebook messages or phone calls that the clinic receives regarding thyroid health. Right. Well, and we've done a thyroid show before, I think around a year or so ago, something eh, like give that. Give or take. But we've gotten so many questions since then. So many people have responded to that show, still listening to it um, as a podcast. And so we thought, okay, we're going to go over, start with some just general information, why it matters, why you should be concerned, try to address a lot of the things that people have emailed in questions about or things that come in during our consultations, you know, like the at the clinic, the things that people are wondering about. And I might throw in a random case here and there. Right. Just to kind of give an overview, because I think the thyroid is, you know, something so many people are concerned with. And we know we've talked about this before. It's not adequately addressed by most doctors. So it is a big deal. And so we're going to kind of get into all of that. Yeah. So we'll start out with just some general Overview information. There are a lot of people in this country that are dealing with thyroid issues. Um, you know, it, it, estimates out there. I'm not. I'm not sure. I believe all of the estimates. I think the estimates are a little low. Um, but right compared to what compared <laughs> what to what comes, I see in the clinic comes, the, comes into our clinic. And, yeah. and you know, that's very possible that the that our patient population is a bit skewed. Um, because while we have people who are ridiculously healthy that want to stay that way, we also have a lot of people who are really, really fed up with the with the current medical system, and they're looking for something different because they're not getting answers to their questions. They're not getting, you know, their 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 problems helped, and they're just frustrated, and so they seek us out. And so that may be skewing it a little bit, but I mean the 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 research out there suggests that 20 million Americans have some form of thyroid disease. That that's that just seems low to me. That's less than 10%. I think it's higher than that. Right. Well, I, I mean, it's just my personal opinion. I think it's higher than that. Based on the numbers that we have in our clinic, it's way higher than that. And not just by people who come in and have, you know, chronic concerns that they're dealing with, but among people who otherwise feel that they're healthy. Right. Will find these issues. So maybe it hasn't gotten to the point of full boat blown hypothyroidism, but they're definitely on the path right. and they've got issues. And those are things that why it's frustrating from our end because conventional medicine isn't catching. They're not even looking for you, you know, for you, whether you have a problem until it becomes a full blown problem. Right. And, you know, the, the research just continuing on with the 20 percent number they're up the the belief is that 60% of those people are unaware that they have the condition well then how do we know that 20 million have some form of thyroid disease right. how do we possibly I, I, know this is this this type of rhetoric that you see in in the in the in the research articles is exactly why i think that this not these numbers are skewed they, they, it's just a guesstimate they have actually no clue no idea what the real numbers are. Right. But if we think about it as in 20 million Americans have thyroid, some form of thyroid disease, and then that's only then 40% of the actual amount because we've got 60% who have no clue. Right. That may be closer to the right number. Yeah. That that maybe makes more sense. 
Um, I'm not going to try to do that math of how what that total number <laughs> I wasn't going to ask you to. I she don't makes, think it matters. She it's makes just fun a of lot. Me. <laughs> she makes fun of me when I try to do math on the fly. Um, but then, so here's more interesting stuff. So one in eight women are going to develop a thyroid disorder during her lifetime. One in eight. Um, what is what? One in seven develop breast cancer. One in eight are going to have a thyroid issue. Right, which is crazy because how much do we hear about breast cancer and thyroid is... It's almost, I mean, it's becoming a bigger concern with conventional medical doctors, but it still isn't addressed correctly. Right. No, it's still not addressed So, correctly. I mean, we're, we're definitely not going to be lowering that number at all. No, not at all. Not well, at maybe all. we are. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> Hopefully true. Hopefully we are. <laughs> that's true. That is true. It, but we as in a country, no, it's, we are not going to lower right. that number. But I mean, functional medicine practitioners are on the cutting edge of this and I think are the really the front line of trying to correct this you know, trend towards more and more thyroid problems. Right. And then if we just look at the the main medication that's used to treat hypothyroidism in this country is levothyroxine or Synthroid. Um, same thing. Um, it's a synthetic form of T4, which is one of your one of your thyroid hormones. Remember, we have T4 and T3 um, that we are that we are concerned with. But levothyroxine is the fourth highest selling drug in the United States. And I mean, there are billions of prescriptions written every single year to be the fourth highest selling drug, you know, regarding thyroid health just is another one of those things that makes me think that more than 20 million people have thyroid problems. Right. Well, we know that 13 of the top 50 selling drugs are directly or indirectly related to hypothyroidism. Right. And that's an interesting, interesting number, too, because that has to do with like side effects that come with thyroid and like other areas of the body that the thyroid affects. And we'll talk about that more in a bit. Right. And I know those of you who, you know, are frequent listeners of the show have probably heard me talk about levothyroxine and my experience with it. When I was going through fertility treatments, I was at the beginning put on levothyroxine because I had been on a natural form of um, thyroid support. And the fertility doctor said, well, we need to lower your TSH, which we thought, okay, we'll do that for a short period of time because in, you know, but we basically knew that, well, we'll be able to fix the thyroid afterwards. Let's get the TSH down to, for me to be able to get pregnant and then we'll, you know, fix the thyroid afterwards. Levothyroxine was a disaster for Com me. Complete disaster. Train <laughs> wreck. I think it was awful. The thing is that I really want to get across to people is it wasn't like I took it and everything went, you know, horribly wrong. I was on it for a number of months and it wasn't until I got off of it that I then was thinking, oh my gosh, this all had to do with levothyroxine because it's such a slow process. Like so many pharmaceuticals that we talk about, and it's this slow decline and you don't right. know that that you, it's hard to pin it back to the levothyroxine, and, but I mean, and you know, on the on the flip side, of that people are like, "Well, why weren't you paying attention to that, TJ?" I was, and the thing is, we were watching all of her autoimmune numbers get worse, but we were trying to sacrifice that to be able to have the child, right? And so it was a conscious effort, effort. yeah, definitely. of what we were doing. Um, knowing full well that I could help reverse this once we got everything taken care of. And the problem is that it just got off the rails really quickly. And this is what we when see. When they had raised the amount. Yeah, when yeah. they raised the amount. When This is what we see in so many people that are on levothyroxine that, that eventually 
the wheels come off and it's just a complete disaster. Right. And I mean, and there were also other things I, you know, I experienced weight gain, which is it's so funny to me when people I mean, I know women are told, oh, you've got weight problems. We'll put you on levothyroxine and that will help. Now, I have a hard time believing that I'm just this like really odd case. It had the exact opposite effect on me. Like I was gaining weight, but at the same time I was going through fertility treatments. So that kind of made sense. Right. And I, you know, I was experiencing brain fog, which, you know, is common with people who have thyroid issues. I didn't relate it back to the levothyroxine. I thought it was, you know, again, it could have been part of the fertility treatments. So it wasn't until we went through the treatments the last time when I was back on the natural thyroid support. That I was like, oh, wait, I'm not having all of these side effects. This had nothing to do with the fertility treatments. It was all the levothyroxine. So it's really can have some devastating effects. I mean, and I think most people aren't aware that that's what is causing it. And I can't tell you how many people come to our to come to our clinic and they're like, can you help me get off of this stuff? This is just, I, I feel horrible. I know this is the problem. I've worked off of other meds with, with people, but I just can't seem to get this right. Can you help me? And yeah, that's that's what we do. Right. We help those people. Well, and I can't tell you how many people I've talked to who cling to levothyroxine because they're having weight issues, because right. they're having brain fog. And right. it's just, it's so frustrating because I want to say that's not helping you. But I get the thought that, Okay, if I'm having these issues, I why would I ever consider getting off the drug that is supposed to be helping me with those issues? Right. But the fact of the matter is it can be making those things much worse. And a lot of times that's what happens, especially if you have some sort of thyroid autoimmune thyroid condition. Right. So and, and you know, what's sad about the whole thyroid, uh, it's almost an epidemic with how many people have it and how many people are suffering from it. It's the numbers are growing every single year. Yes. Every year we get more and more questions, more and more things, more and more this. It's all thyroid, thyroid, thyroid. I can't tell you how many people come in. That's how that's where they start. And if they didn't start there, trust me, in that initial consultation, we get to it and they want to hammer on that and really ask a lot of questions about it. And their their concerns. So right. I, well, I, and it affects so many it. other areas of the body. So I mean, it is. It makes sense that people are concerned about this because it has you know huge effects on overall health. I mean, it's not just you know. I mean, conventional medicine a lot of times wants to deal with each specific area of the body, and they just want to treat the thyroid. Well, the thyroid itself, if it's not functioning properly, a lot of other things in the body aren't functioning properly. Right. And we also talked about women and men are certainly not immune to this oh no we see thyroid issues in men come in all the time tons of our emails are from men yep wives are quickly getting their their husbands checked because they're like wait could this be his problem like well it's possible let's look and sure enough there it is yeah so when we come back we got to take a break when we come back we're going to talk about some of the uh some of the side effects and things that uh happen when thyroid function is not optimal. You're listening to Wellness 101. Today, if you're just tuning in today, we're talking about thyroid. Um, We did a thyroid show a year or so ago, and we've had tons and tons of requests and questions and stuff. So we're talking about some thyroid information again. I'm sure we're going to have to do another one of these types of shows in the relatively near future. Well, and when we're 
prepping for the show and looking through all of the stuff, you know, all of the research about the thyroid, there were so many different things that came up. And I would say, well, and trying to compile like all of the answers, like we categorized the questions into like, okay, these questions all deal with this. Right. That led us to just piles of information to to put out there. So if you ask the question about the thyroid and you haven't had this show doesn't get that question answered, rest assured it will be answered in the future at some point. Right. We kind of have gone through this and yeah, figured out how we're going to categorize them and do some more specific thyroid question shows um, to have different topics. But this is just a general overview because that's something that so many of you asked about. Right. You know, what, why is this such a concern? Why are so many people, you know, worried about the thyroid? My mom just found out she has thyroid problems. Why is this going on? Right, exactly. And so we just kind of wanted to start with this overview of why these problems are happening, what's going on, and why you should care, because it is a big deal. Right. So Aaron alluded to, right before the break, that there are a lot of things um, that are associated with thyroid um, issues and specifically um, um, hypothyroidism, you know, slow functioning or low functioning thyroid. And uh, some of those types of things are mental slowing, depression, dementia, weight gain, constipation. That's a huge one. I can't tell you how many people are constipated in this country. Holy cow. Yeah. And that, um, that, that leads to so many other problems, too. And yeah. If you're not going once a day, you're constipated. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's not normal. Um, dry skin, hair loss, cold intolerance. Tons of people cannot handle the cold. Hoarse voice or developing a really raspy voice. That's another one. People develop this like really raspy voice like this. And it's just kind of out of nowhere. And you're like, well, you didn't used to talk like that. Now you talk like this. That's something is going on. Um, uh, for ladies, irregular menstruation. So when your cycle gets all out of whack, that that's a problem. Um, infertility, another issue uh, with women. Well, and men, but well, yeah, women and, especially. And it's it's more more thyroid stuff. Yes. more has an effect on on women um, with infertility issues. Um, muscle stiffness and pain. And I mean, the list is long. Right. Well, I'm just I, stopping there. Yeah. I think one of the big issues here, though, is that hypothyroidism we see more often as women get older. You have a greater risk of developing hypothyroidism the older that you get. And the list that, you know, TJ just went through, it's a lot of things that people associate with getting older. And I think that's what's so hard is. But, but the problem is we're aging younger. So. All of these problems that you used to see when someone was in their 50s, we're now seeing in their 40s. If it's an issue that they saw in their used to see in their 40s, we're now seeing it in the 30s. I mean, we have women coming in with these issues in their mid to late 20s. Oh, definitely. Thyroid issues are getting younger. I mean, we're seeing people younger and younger. But I think what, you know, I really want to stress is we get people who are in their, you know, 60s. And, you know, late 50s, 60s, early 70s who have always been extremely healthy and have these issues. And they're just like, you know, maybe something else is going on. And we're like, you've got crazy thyroid. They've just been uh, attributing all of the their symptoms to getting older. Yeah. Oh, I'm just getting older. So that's why. And their doctor told them they didn't have a thyroid issue. So (laughs) So obviously they don't have a thyroid issue. Right. (laughs) The doctor told them they didn't. Yeah. I mean, that's the this whole getting younger and younger thing. I mean. if, if you're out there listening to this show and you have 
autoimmune thyroid and you have a child, you need to get them checked quickly because when you have a first degree relative, if it's a parent or a brother or sister that has low functioning thyroid or hypothyroidism, especially autoimmune thyroid, you have a much higher likelihood of having autoimmune thyroid in that child. I mean, we had a lady in the other day, her and all of her, she had three girls and every single one of them have autoimmune thyroid. Did she know that she had it? She knew that she had it. They, she knew that the daughters, they already knew that the daughters had it. They were at least, a, they were ahead of the game there. Right. They came to us for some other issues, but that was, that came out in their history that, oh yeah, everyone in my family yeah. has it. Whoa. Well, and I mean, I think one of the big problems with this is that so many people, and I know we've talked about this before, so many people who have autoimmune thyroid have no idea because conventional medical doctors do not generally test for that. They, and we've said this on here before because they are going to give you levothyroxine regardless, whether it's autoimmune thyroid or whether it's hypothyroidism, it doesn't matter. Their treatment is the same. So why would they run the test? It's not going to change anything. So if you don't know whether you have autoimmune thyroid or you do not know specifically that you have been tested, you probably haven't been tested and the treatment should be different for those two things. Right. And a lot of people come in, and this is a little caveat as well. They'll say, oh, no, my doctor te- checked my thyroid and everything's fine. Yep. <laughs> did they check you for autoimmune thyroid? Well, I'm sure they did. They said they checked my. Yep. They did a complete thyroid panel. And then I'm like, go get the labs. Go get the actual numbers. And, I, and I'll tell them, look, you're looking for these, these numbers. This is what you're specifically looking for. And they come back like, they didn't, they didn't check that. What, what do I do? I'm like, well, it's, you're fine. We'll be okay. We'll, we'll check and it, and we'll see. And that's literally like 90 to 95 or more percent of the people that come in. Right. So, I mean, and I understand why people assume because doctors are very um, confident generally that, okay, we checked your thyroid. Right. I've said on here before, I had thyroid issues long before I ever knew it, obviously, because it had gotten really bad before I actually got my full thyroid panel tested. I had my TSH tested seriously like a hundred times. They just kept running TSH. They'd maybe run a couple of other numbers Nobody ever checked to see if I had autoimmune thyroid. I mean, it was how does that not come up when you're checking TSH that often? It's that's crazy. Right. But that's just one of the problems. That's, that's, with, that's the true definition of insanity, doing something over and over again and expecting the same right, re, a exactly. different result. So, yeah, I mean, the, the all of these symptoms, all these crazy symptoms that we just rattled off, the, the mental slowing, the depression, dementia, weight gain, constipation, all that stuff, all of that stuff seems like, oh, well, how can one thing have that many symptoms with it? Well, it's pretty simple. Thyroid hormone has, the, the thyroid hormone itself has receptors for it on practically every single cell in the human body. So that means that thyroid hormone directly acts on the brain. It directly acts on the, the GI tract, on your, on your stomach, small intestine, large intestine. The, it, it direct, directly affects the cardiovascular system. It affects bone metabolism. It affects your body's ability to make red blood cells. Red blood cells are extremely important for carrying around oxygen and nutrition. It affects gallbladder function, liver function. It affects steroid hormone production. It affects how your body is able to metabolize glucose or that or that blood sugar. It affects um, lipid and cholesterol, so fat and cholesterol production. It affects how you metabolize proteins. 
And it's also extremely important for blood temperature regulation. This is why you can have so many vastly different symptoms. We could have two people that come in the exact same um, with the exact same issue of hypothyroidism, but have two completely different sets of symptomatology. One person might be cold and constipated. The other person might be anemic. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's that simple. They come in, yeah, it can present so differently. And that's one of the benefits of functional medicine in general. I think, you know, we get a lot of people who ask questions about, you know, okay, well, why are you, you know, so thorough with this? They're, you know, I've got this doctor over here that's claiming that they can just run this test and tell me what's wrong. And we do that because we actually find the answer. Like I get that from a business standpoint, it may not make a lot of sense because if we could just standardize everything everybody gets the same test and then based on this number this is what we do for you you know i get that business wise maybe it would be better but that's not why we're, we're doing this i mean i we've talked about this many times before i mean our passion with this is the fact that we're actually fixing the hard cases we get the people who come in who present really oddly with these symptoms and we figure out what the actual cause is because I've been through this before. I went years with nobody being able to find an answer. And I had all of these people who were great salesmen and always promised they would be able to fix it. And they didn't. And I would stick with them. They kept saying, stick it out, stick it out. And I wouldn't get better. And I'm like, okay, we need to create a place that's actually going to fix these problems. Right. And that's what we've done. That's that's one of the that's one of the fun things. Sitting down with the team, talking about <clears throat> someone's case or whatever, and we we get all their information together, and we're we're discussing it, and, and literally we're sitting there, and and we get a huh? Would you look at that? Found the answer to what was going on. Had absolutely nothing to do with why they thought they came in the door. That's when you know you're onto something. When you when you have this little epiphany of huh? Well, check that out. Can you believe that? Look at this. Holy cow. No wonder this person is having this issue or no wonder this person is having that issue. Or we get information that says, oh, my gosh, we need to run this test over here. And we figure out, oh, yeah, this is exactly why this person's losing their balance and they can't uh, they can't stand up. Or, oh, this explains why this person is, you know, so malnourished because they can't break down protein in their body. I mean, there's so many different things and so many different tests that that point us into different directions in in functional medicine. I mean, I. I that's I don't know what to say other than that. People just can't believe that we we can figure out what in the world is going on by running appropriate tests. Yeah, you need more than just checking your TSH. Sorry. Right. Well, and I think that that's one of the benefits. Also, we've talked on here about the fact, I mean, TJ reads constantly. I mean, he keeps up on everything. Plus, he's got all of this clinical experience, and that makes a difference. It's looking at... What, you know, what is the latest research say and what has been the experience with all of the hundreds of thousands of patients that are constantly coming in and asking questions and actually needing treatment based on all of that? All right. This is the way that we're going to go and actually fix these things because thyroid can do so, you know, can create so many different problems in the body. Right. All right, we got to take another break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about one of the biggest challenges facing people that have hypothyroidism in general. You're listening to Wellness 101. Today, we're talking about thyroid information. Um, and before the break, uh, I had mentioned that we were going to come back and we were going to talk about one of the biggest challenges facing people with hypothyroidism. Um, 
I, I know that you, it was a cliffhanger, and you guys are all trying to figure out, oh, what is, what is that? What's the what's the big problem? Um, and unfortunately, the biggest problem with with uh, for people that are that have hypothyroidism is actually the standard of care in both conventional medicine and alternative medicine. It's painfully inadequate. It's just it's pitiful. Um, so the how do we go about this? So in conventional medicine, if you have hypothyroidism, um, oftentimes what you end up with is someone giving you a prescription for levothyroxine. Well, it's every time. I mean, well, once in a while they will throw out um, they will throw out tyrosine, which is a different form of T4. It's just the way it is. We see it in the office. Um, and for those of you who are out there like, what did he just say? Yeah, that's a different form of, of T4. It very works, rare. It, it works just as pitifully as levothyroxine. Yeah, and it's very rare. I mean, generally, right. levothyroxine. Right. But that's we have why a, so many people are on it. We have a couple of patients that come in, but yeah. there, there's there's a couple of things, a couple of possibilities out there. So that's the conventional answer. And unfortunately, in the alternative medicine world, the answer seems to be iodine. And I'm not really sure why. Because that usually doesn't do much more for the person either. And so what we end up with is we end up with people whose thyroid doesn't function because either A, they're taking Levo, which creates all these other symptoms for them, or and because it was misdiagnosed, or B, they're taking iodine, which eventually will cause the thyroid to just not function really well at all. Right. And iodine was something that we got a number of questions on. And I think we are going to do a separate show on, you know, just to cover the whole iodine issue with the thyroid. Yeah. So stay tuned because I'm not I'll get into that more later. Yeah. But that's that's the that unfortunately, that's that's where it is. Well, and I think one of the hard things about this, too, is that with both treatments, it's possible that patients will get some relief for a short period of time. Now, whether that's placebo or the medication, you know, or the supplement is actually doing anything is hard to tell. But regardless, the truth of the matter is people will see some improvement a lot of the time. And then that's what makes it so much harder to actually pinpoint it because they then as time goes on, they will slowly decline. Right. So shifting gears a little bit, I want to talk about some things that you you may or may not know about um, hypothyroidism. So uh, let's let's maybe let's maybe talk a little more about the the whole iodine uh, and and replacement hormone stuff um, for just a for just a few minutes. I mean, I know we're going to get into this later and do a show on it later, but there there is a little more information I want to share. Um, so you know, a lot of a lot of people go out there. They, they, you know, their doctors like, oh, you know, they finally figure out they have um, uh, a thyroid problem. Well, unfortunately, in this country, we've kind of been taught that if you have one problem, you take one pill to fix that one problem. But that's not how the body works, right? I mean, which is unfortunate, right? Because it's that would be a great system, right? I mean, and that's... It's the magic bullet. I mean... Exactly. No magic bullet exists. And wouldn't it be great if, you know, you're overweight, you can take a pill and you're no longer overweight. You have a thyroid problem, you can take a pill and you no longer have a thyroid problem. I mean, that's what the population has been sold that, you know, um, know, that that, promise and it's just not... 
and unfortunately, if you if you watch the commercials on television even today, they've shifted their script on all of these. They they will tell you that this medication is to treat the symptoms of X disease, whatever it is. That they're telling you up front, this is just to treat the symptoms. This isn't actually getting addressing the cause. This is to treat the symptoms. But most people don't even catch that. No, you know, I mean, like, but pay attention, listen. Right, it will never say it's it even, treats the... It's yeah. even written on the screen many times. Yeah, well, and it's funny because so often people will come in and they're just like, I mean, we, of course, have a completely different approach. And people will say, okay, well, I mean, my doctor didn't need all these tests. And, you know, I know... Your I've doctor didn't before. fix the problem right. either. yeah, your doctor didn't <laughs> figure it out. But if you want a magic bullet, go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. If you want to get healthy and actually have your problem fixed, that's what we'll do. But we're not ever going to compromise ourselves no. to give you what seems like a quick fix. And we've had to dismiss patients before because of it. There's like, well, I, I can't do that. I'm like, well, I can't help you. Right. And usually Sorry. people are like, oh, okay, no, I do want to be fixed. I just don't understand why you can't do it with one test. And right. <laughs> like, well, nobody actually can do it with one test. Right. It's not that we're different. It's that we're actually going to fix it. It's like taking your car to the mechanic to get the engine worked on. And all you allow them to do is stand outside the car and look at it. Right. All they can really do is tell you what color it is. And say, I went to other mechanics and they just looked at it and they told me what was wrong. Right. Like, well, did they fix did it? Did they fix it? No, that's why I'm here. Okay. Well. <laughs> genius. Um, so, not to not to beleaguer this whole this whole iodine iodine thing, but the the reason that conventional medicines levothyroxine answer and alternative medicines iodine answer for any kind of thyroid hypothyroid problem is is such a, a failure when in the long run it's because most of the time ninety percent of the time hypothyroidism is actually autoimmune thyroid. It's an autoimmune condition. Levothyroxine nor iodine, either one, are going to help you with an autoimmune thyroid problem. And 90%. percent you believe that we've got a medication that is that popular that will only fix... 10%. 10%. And I mean, I say fix, and that's probably really It will only not address the, right. the actual symptoms <laughs> yeah, of... It will actually, yeah, only benefit 10% of the population and, who has and that's that if issue. the rest of their body's actually functioning enough right. to be able to convert that hormone into its active form. And they're not looking at that. No, no, so, heavens no. I mean, that, that'd take too much. That'd be two extra tests. Well, and that's not what they do because right. conventional medicine, I mean, they're addressing one part of you right. and they're not looking at the whole body. It's not what they're trained to do. Right. So, I mean, if we have 20 million people that have, you know, we threw out that number earlier, which I think is ridiculously low, that means 18 million of that 20 million has has autoimmune thyroid. Right. I did math on the fly. I know I got it it's right, impressive. though. I, uh, yeah, it is impressive. So what is what is autoimmune thyroid? We get this question a lot, too. Like, what does that mean? I, it, I have Hashimoto's, and a lot of people misspell Hashimoto's. They're not really sure. Or they call in. They're like, do you help with Hashimoto's? And they're not really 100% certain what it is, um, and, but they, they know enough to, to at least call it by name, whether or not they're able to spell it or not. I don't judge anyone's spelling. I, I can't write or spell either. Um, but Hashimoto's is what happens when you have um, autoimmune hypothyroidism, meaning your your thyroid function is low, your 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 immune system is attacking your thyroid and causing your thyroid to function um, 
lower. There is another form of autoimmune thyroid. It's called, called Graves' disease. That's actually when you um, are making way too much uh, thyroid hormone, um, creating hyperthyroidism. Right. It's much less common. Very, very, very. It's much more rare. We've actually seen a couple of cases, but right. it's it's rare. It and actually, rare. people people get leery. They'll they'll actually we know if they're coming in with Graves' disease because they'll email us before or call us before. I'm like, do you do you help with autoimmune thyroid? And then the yes. Then the follow up question is, but do you help with Graves' disease? Right. Yes, absolutely. We can. Yeah. Um, because a here. lot of there are a lot of practitioners who are not educated in this, and will say, oh, I deal with you know autoimmune thyroid. And they've never seen a Graves disease patient right? because it is rare and it that's a whole other issue. I mean, you know, treatments are different. They present differently. It's very different. So here's why. Here's one of the reasons why I think that 20 million um, hypothyroidism and 60 percent don't really know it is is false because there's a statistic out there that suggests that Hashimoto's is the most common autoimmune disorder in the United States that affects between seven and eight percent of the population. Well, if we base that off of 300 million people, 1% would be 3 million. One time, one, that 3 million times 7 would be 21 million. That 3 million times 8 would be 24. So just Hashimoto's would be between 21 and 24 million. That's not including the people that don't actually know if they have thyroidism, hypothyroidism, or they don't know that they have autoimmune. I think these numbers are skewed. They're very low. I think this number is significantly higher than even this 7 to 8% number is just because you depending on where you read you get different information. I right. think there that no one has a clue how much this is affecting. I think we have a much better idea of cardiovascular disease because half the population ends up dying from cardiovascular disease. Right. That's much easier than trying to guesstimate how many people have hypothyroidism. Um you know, so there's that. That's part of the reason why I think that these numbers are are completely are completely skewed. So, I mean, we've got to take another break. Um, we've got a little bit more information to go for our last segment. I uh, hope you'll stick around. You're listening to Wellness 101. We're talking today about thyroid. If you've if you've missed the rest of the show and you're just tuning in with us, you, you're going to have to go back on to uh, to iTunes and and check out the podcast of this or check it out on SoundCloud because um, it's been a pretty good show. We've been addressing quite a few questions that we that people have had regarding thyroid and and how many people have it and what's actually going on and why you can have so many different kinds of symptoms and stuff like that. So, it's been a it's been an interesting show. So, right before the break we were talking about I was I was suggesting that that no one really truly knows how many people have thyroid problems because different statistics are in different um research articles that are out there and publications that are out there. And I think they're woefully low. Um, I think the estimates are just way lower than they should be. Um, but one thing that stands out, a lot of doctors actually know that hypothyroidism is an autoimmune disease, but many, many patients have no clue. And I think that's kind of interesting that if the doctors know that low-functioning thyroid is oftentimes, 90% of the time, autoimmune, why aren't they looking to find out, do we have autoimmunity here? Well, we addressed that earlier. We I know, know, but it's still... reason is. I know, it's because they don't have a treatment, but it's still, it baffles me because you would think that they would want their patients to know, hey, this is what's really going on. But why? It doesn't affect what their treatment is. So all it is going to do is bring up more questions about autoimmunity, which we've said many times on here, doctors admit they are not 
prepared to evaluate or treat autoimmune conditions. I mean, admittedly, they're not. That's true. So why would they do a test that would then bring up questions about autoimmunity? I don't know. That's just the kind of doctor I am. And I think that if I didn't know how to handle something, I would still at least be trying to figure out for the person, hey, this is what's going on. And maybe you could go over here right, and get or we'd an answer. send them somewhere that, you know, right. does specialize in that. Right. And then unfortunately, that's not that's not how their their system seems to be set up. It's just it's it's terribly inadequate, um, unfortunately. And, you know, most of the time with, with autoimmune anything, just pick an autoimmune condition, the, the conventional medicine's answer to it is to throw steroids at you um, if you have this and suppress your immune system, make your immune system even more dysfunctional than it already is, and just wait on something to get worse is right. really what it boils down to. And we know this. I mean, and anyone who has, you know, like MS or rheumatoid arthritis or Crohn's, I mean, you've been through this because that's generally what, you know, they'll be doing for you is giving you steroids and things to suppress this immu- the immune system. Right. That's And that's it. So really what the standard of care for conventional medicine is, is to just wait until your immune system has done enough damage to the thyroid that they, you know, give you thyroid replacement because your numbers could actually be normal. You just have all these symptoms. You know, a lot of people are like, well, my thyroid numbers are, are fine. I'm like, well, yeah, but you're still having all these symptoms. My guess is they're not fine. I bet you if we really run all the pieces of the thyroid puzzle and, and test everything, we'll find the things that are off. And that's 99.9% of the time is what happens. Right. But I mean, yeah, conventional medicine will wait and the eventually these patients will have other symptoms that go along with having thyroid issues like depression or, you know, insulin resistance, you know, other things that go along with it. Then they'll get drugs to treat those symptoms. Right. And then they'll think it's, oh, it's this problem over here is my my issue. And then once you get a once you get a label, they want to blame everything that goes wrong with you on that label. Right. If you get diagnosed with hypothyroidism, everything you complain about is, oh, it's because you have hypothyroidism. Oh, it's because you have thyroid dysfunction. Oh, it's because you have thyroid dysfunction. I mean, we or talked it's because you have depression, because right. now all of a sudden oh, gosh, all yes. of these things, they're like, oh, well, that can be a sign of depression. That can be a sign of depression. Right. And it so it just so happens that, you know, if thyroid is what the first thing that you have a diagnosis regarding well then everything's tied to that if it's right depression or something then everything's tied to depression right or if it's if if they can't really find anything then they want to throw old age at you well you're just getting older you know you can't expect to be healthy your entire life well sorry pardon my french but yes i can right (laughs) yes i yes i can or you get fibromyalgia or chronic fatigue syndrome yeah i mean it's just (laughs) ridiculous i it's baffling so, I mean, the, think about it like this. You know, you're you're going along and you know that there's a problem. You you know, you're in your boat and you know that there's a problem and so you're like, okay, well I'm going to start bailing water out of this boat. But every day the hole's just getting a little bigger and there's a little more water coming in and you're bailing out more and more water. I mean, it doesn't matter. Eventually, bailing out water isn't going to help you anymore. That's not going to be the answer to your problems. You're going to have to find someone to help you plug the leak. Right. And even if thyroid medication is a necessary part of the treatment, because at times, you know, it may be part, you know, you might need that to help get you over the hump. Um it's not going to fix it. If, if right. you don't address the underlying cause, it's right. never going to get better. It, it, I mean, that's common sense. That's right. If you don't go back and figure out what is dysfunctional in the immune system that's causing this problem to happen, 
you're never going to to get the answer. Right. You're never gonna or you're never gonna fix the problem. That that is getting the answer. You're never gonna fix the problem. Right. No, so, exactly. I mean, it's just it's unfortunate that that's how it works, but I I don't I don't know I don't know how to change that model. All I can do well, is say there's a better way. We have a much better solution. And it's you know, there's usually more to it. I mean, like we said, our the way that the you know, our clinic addresses thyroid issues is like a multifaceted approach. We figure right. out what is actually causing it. You know, what are you, what are your symptoms? What's causing the symptoms and how do we fix it instead right. of giving you a pill? Right. And it's, I don't know that conventional medicine is going to ever treat things that way because it's not profitable. Right. I mean, it's not the, you know, I mean, it's much easier to have a patient come in, run one test and give them a pill and send them out the door. Right. If they come back, just keep saying, well, stick with it. Or I'll right. increase your dose and that's it. Or right. I'll give you more medication for the symptoms that this medication is causing. Right. I mean, most people I don't think realize that when you have Hashimoto's or any autoimmune condition, many, many times these things present as polyendocrine disorders, meaning multiple endocrine system, multiple hormone problems. That's how they that's how they manifest themselves. That's why people come in and they're like, you know, I, I don't know what's wrong. I'm, I'm dizzy. We had this one gentleman. It's a guy had this gentleman come in and had all these all these concerns, all these issues. I mean, his health history was was forever long. And then it came out that he had balance issues like he couldn't sit for very long. He'd, he'd feel woozy. He couldn't stand very long. He would feel woozy. And he'd been to every neurologist that you could think of. He'd been all over the country, literally all over the country, seeking out everybody that he could. And so we ran a test and we actually figured out that his immune system's attacking his cerebellum. And your cerebellum is part of your brain that helps you maintain your balance. Well, no stinking wonder he has a balance issue. His own immune system is trying to attack the area of his body that controls balance. It was one test. We figured it out. And he's like, holy cow, what do I do? And so we laid out all the plans. Like, what can we do? This is how we can help you. And this is what we can do to make you better. And, you know, he's he's seeing the progress. He's seeing the benefits of being with someone that actually knows how to figure out what's going on and then actually knows how to fix it. And that's where I think modern medicine just fails. Right. They just they just don't go far enough. Right. Well, and that's where and they're trying to treat, you know, millions and millions of people. And that's so where a lot hard. of the um, alternative medicine practitioners have an issue also. Is, right. You know, I mean, either they're not running the, all the tests they need to get all the information or right. they more commonly what we see is they've gotten the information. They have no clue how to fix it. They have it. no idea what to do. Um, it happens. It happens a lot. Yeah, because if you don't understand exactly how the body fits together and all these parts work and affect, you know, the different systems in the body, you're not, you know, you're not going to be able to fix someone overall. You might get them a little bit better, but there's going to be a plateau there. Right. And a little bit isn't everything. And you got to get all you got to get everything. You got to get to the cause. You got to fix the cause of it. That's right. So that's about all the time we've got for today. Like I said, when we when we started this show in the beginning, we are going to talk about more thyroid stuff. We get lots and lots of questions regarding the thyroid. And so we're going to do our best to, we've, we're trying to group them together into similar types of questions and then have shows related to that. So, right. so keep sending in your questions. Yeah. Keep if, sending them in case there's something that we're, we're not going, that we haven't covered. Um, we really like hearing from you. Um, but there'll be more, there'll be more thyroid shows, um, in the relatively near future. Um, 
If you want to catch uh, catch up with us, make sure to follow us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Instagram. We're posting on there constantly. Um, feel free to visit our website, theinstituteofnaturalhealth.com. Give us a uh, give us a call. Drop us an email. Um, message us on Facebook. Send us your pictures. Um, we we enjoy you know seeing that and and uh, and responding to those. Um, our our number at the office at the Institute of Natural Health is three one four. 293-8123. Feel free to call anytime. Um, we'll we'll do our best to uh, answer your questions and help you out. Um, I guess that's about all for today. So for Aaron and um, I'm Dr. TJ. This has been Wellness 101. Thanks for listening.